At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Saturday, well, you can say it's Saturday night on the East Coast evening here in Las Vegas and in Denver as well. James Salinas in Denver, Jeff Parles here in Las Vegas. Happy to be with you. The day where everyone is fully back in college basketball mode with a smaller hockey card, the NBA All-Star Weekend, which, by the way, James Salinas and I do not have any bets on NBA Saturday night. Just throwing that out there. No bets. James, uh, I, I, the biggest thing I learned over the week was that they changed the format to the skills competition, which was one of the better betting opportunities over the last few years that I've had. I had actually had back-to-back years of the skills competition, which is a heck of a claim to fame, but they changed it to a team format. So now I have no idea what to do with that team, team rookie, team Cleveland and team Atenecumpo. So there you go. Team rookie, uh, by the way, like a relay race. Is it a relay race? So they got to hand the ball no off idea. to each other. I, I, <laughs> no I don't even want to know. I, I, I don't know if I've paid attention since the day. I'm telling you, back when I was a youngster, back in the '80s, that's when the All Star Game was great. Not only the game itself, the rivalries, but the dunk contest. I just remember the the rivalry between Dominic Wilkins and Michael Jordan, Larry Bird lighting everybody up from the three point line for the three point contest back in the day, and would get after it. Like they got after it, and there was there was some, you know, they they. 
played, they competed then. Now it's just an exhibition. So, you know, good for good for the fans to watch and, and see all their stars get out there and perform. But for me, I'm about competition, and that's what I'm betting on. These are exhibitions. I'm not putting money on it. Yeah, no, no thank you on the All-Star game. I have not had a uh... – I don't think I've ever placed a wager on the all-star game other than maybe like just no. some pizza money on someone to make the first, the first score bet. Maybe that was it. I think that's the only thing I've ever really done with the all-star game, especially now with the Elam ending. So you can't just blindly bet the over like you did in the past because of that Elam ending uh, college hoops wise, some quick updates here as we uh, approach the end of those games that started at six o'clock Eastern Duke up 19 on Florida State with three minutes to go, James. So there is some sweating to be had mm-hmm. on these closing numbers as Florida State just gets a dunk to make it 17. So uh, maybe uh, maybe I, I crossed that one off as a loser too quickly here, James. Bench versus bench. That's what we were talking about. So the number, because because the number was so big, you knew Duke would empty their bench, let these guys get some playing time on Cameron indoor and considering that's such a blowout now. And that's what we're going to see. So we remember we're, we're all about optimism here and knowing that it's never over until you see that the F for final, those triple zeros go up there. And, and again, it's college basketball. We're dealing with, with, with young adults, teenagers out here. And, and, and the fact that it's a 40 minute game, so as long as there's still a tick on the clock, Jeff, you got a shot. Not not done yet uh, there, uh, James. Uh, the game we were following earlier, uh, Boise State, big second half for the Broncos. They take care of business, cover all numbers against Utah State, keep pace in the Mountain West, 68-57, a good win for Boise State, win number 20 on the year for them. Mountain West, if San Diego State can get their act together, would have a real chance at four bids assuming that none of these teams like Wyoming, Colorado State, or Boise State fall apart at the end of the year, James. Yeah, and I think they're – they. it's going to be such a competitive uh, tournament, conference tournament for one, but even mm-hmm. just the, the competition down at the end of the season. We were talking about that. Who would be – when we were looking at the odds with that and CSU being at plus 350 to, to win the conference here, to win the regular season conference – you know, it's still a tough schedule for CSU to finish out, but they are going to be at home. So I think that's where a team like CSU, yeah, they had to they suffered a couple of tough losses that game against UNLV that you mentioned. Stevens having the big game, and or, or UNLV just from start to finish just boat racing the the Rams at home and then losing the border war to Wyoming. They, these teams are all so evenly matched that I think you win one, you lose one. I don't think anybody's just going to go and, and lose their last couple, three, four games to take them out of contention to be able to get one of those at large bids and one more james the one we were following from the get-go because we were both on it we're still in good shape minute 50 to go drake with a seven point cushion over loyola chicago you and i getting seven and a half and so far james mission accomplished of not losing the second half by 20 points the, well, and not forget about the 20 points. They didn't even need the number here. They've led, they've the led wire to wire. It, they, yeah, the largest lead for the Drake was 15. And you knew you were going to see Loyola at home make a run just a few minutes ago. I think there was about four minutes to go in the second half. Loyola had cut it to a five, I think a four or a five point contest, just a two possession game. Uh, but Drake was able to execute, get a couple looks inside the paint, a couple good scores 
couple good off-ball screens, curling off those screens to be able to get a good look in the paint. They executed their offense, pushed it back up to nine. That's where it sits right now with Drake. Having never trailed in this game, really impressive performance for Drake going on the road to Loyola. We talked about it's a small environment there. I think the max capacity is about 5,000 fans there at Loyola Chicago's home home stadium. But, man, it was they were they were hyped for that game. So it was a great environment for, for Drake to be able to go in and get this win, in a sense, wire to wire. Although we're not out. We're not over yet. I'm not going to start jumping too soon. We, I'm not going to say W just to have that good lead right now. It's been cut to seven. Drake with the lead with a minute and a half to play. We're in good shape. I'm not saying we're home yet for yes. sure. We are We are in good shape. Uh, the uh, 4,963, 49, by the way, James, for the for, for the Gentilly Arena in uh, in Chicago there for uh, for Loyola. Uh, again, uh, seven-point lead for the Drake Bulldogs, minute and a half to play there in Chicago. Let's go to the 9 o'clock Eastern, or excuse me, these are actually 7 o'clock games, I should say, uh, local time, 10 o'clock Eastern games. Let's start with number one here, James, Gonzaga at home. Gonzaga's always a pretty significant favorite. Actually, not as big of a number as you usually see with the Zags at home. They're laying 22 tonight against Santa Clara. Santa Clara, uh, pretty solid team. Nothing special, but uh, in a WCC that is up this year, they uh, are uh, getting 22, even 22 and a half now at DraftKings for the Broncos of Santa Clara. Big number, and, and rightfully so. You think about Gonzaga with a win tonight, the Zags will clinch the WCC regular season title for the 21st time out of 23 years with head coach Mark Few on the bench for the Zags. That's pretty, I mean, that's remarkable. That Being that dominant for two plus decades, uh, it's a sensational job by Mark Few of what he's been able to do with that program uh, for, for the Zags. But I, I just think here with Santa Clara, you know, they've been there. Eight and eighteen and nine overall, eight and four in the conference, sitting I think in third place within the WCC. So respectable. They've been competitive this year, except when they play Gonzaga. They got rolled earlier this season, one fifteen to eighty three, and they've lost twenty three straight times to the Zags of the Broncos from Santa Clara. Uh, maybe it's due. Are you buying the due? theory here Jeff maybe Santa Clara's due considering they've lost 23 straight times is this the night that they can break that I think not I'm not gonna lay uh, I'm not taking I'm not gonna take this number with Santa Clara it's just the the how they performed and the fact that the Zags can clinch another regular season title I mean I think that that's obviously the expectation going in for them every year and they achieved that 21 out of the last 23 years of the win tonight Maybe the first half is looking at sitting at the first half. The first half sitting at 12 and a half. Yeah, I, I can't get involved. I don't want to say I don't want to take Santa Clara in this matchup. I think they get hammered again. If anything, I'd probably laying it with Gonzaga. It's just hard to get in front of the Gonzaga train in any circumstance, any circumstance, especially at home. I think Santa Clara is good enough to cover 22 here, James, but I had it on my initial list. I've been pretty disciplined at actually playing most things that have been on my list today. Uh, see all the plays in the, in the end, but that's going to be one of those where you probably, if I played, it's going to be hold my nose and go from there uh, with Gonzaga. Again, huge favorite uh, for that one. Let's actually look at Oregon and Arizona here uh, for this one. Oregon, Arizona, Arizona is uh, they have college game day today. They only have two losses on the year. They've been great. All year long, this open 14 has been bet down to 12 and a half, James, uh, in Tucson. Oregon coming off 
just really a disastrous loss in Tempe earlier in the week where they're blown out by Arizona State. Arizona slept walked through their win over Oregon State in a non-cover earlier in the week, James. Thinking about Oregon from that side, losing by 24 at Arizona State, like you said, just on Thursday. Altman was upset. He was disgusted with his team. The lack of competitiveness that just didn't show up whatsoever. Completely we're looking ahead to this matchup here in Tucson against the Wildcats. And, you know, you're going to get that out of these teams, right? Arizona State had not been playing well for the majority of the season, although they had beaten Arizona, or I mean Oregon, excuse me, earlier in the season. So you think, oh, well, that because they lost, they're going to come ready to play. Clearly still looking ahead when it comes to the effort and the energy. And we've talked about that, right? Looking at ways to identify, is this team focused? Can we see something within the first five minutes or so of the game that tells you, yes, they are into this game or no, they're not. I think the thing with Arizona is they're, they're incredibly selfless with the ball. They share the ball better, really better than as well as anybody in in the nation, they, they they assist on their field goals. 66% of their field goals made are come on assists. That tells you right there, this team makes the extra pass. They'll pass up the good pass for a great shot and that they, they're going to be unselfish. They're going to cut hard off screens. And I think that's what I've seen out of Arizona. Uh, the few games that I've watched them is they do a great job of off ball action. There's a lot of hard cuts, a lot of hard screens that they set. They are constantly moving. You watch Arizona, don't get caught ball watching because they will backdoor you and back screen you to death for easy looks and easy baskets. The one thing about Arizona, not a great three-point shooting team. And I think the thing we've seen with Dana Altman in the past, he'll throw a number of different zones at you. One, three, ones, half-court traps, you name it, and kind of take Arizona out of their tempo and force them into their weakness of shooting threes. I might be inclined to take Arizona here. I think I'm leaning that way plus the 12 and a half, Jeff, taking the Ducks to have a much better performance than what we saw on Thursday night against Arizona State. Usually a long-term recipe for success in the tournament, James. Arizona number eight in offensive efficiency and Ken Palm number seven in defensive efficiency. That's usually a good blueprint for going far. More on college hoops next on the Green Zone. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Green Zone here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles live at Circa. James Salinas with us from Denver. And James, uh, we've almost, we've basically done the whole show on college basketball. But I want want to shift course here real quick because, James, we know you're you're one of the sharpest NFL betters there is and a great contest player. You had an unbelievable year this year, just betting games in general. Forget the contest, just in general. And, and James, we, we, we kind of do, we, we've done a little bit of an autopsy of, of football betting across the network for the 2021 season uh, earlier in the week. But I want to get your thoughts because uh, it, it, this is the first time you've been on post-Rams uh, lifting the Lombardi last Sunday. But, but James, we, there are a lot of things that I take from this year. But there's one thing I want to ask you about, and then we'll, we'll go through this here in the segment. But the addition of the 17th game, after Mike White and the Jets beat the Bengals on Halloween, we had a run where there seemed to be multiple big underdogs, not only just covering, but winning outright on a weekly basis. So my question for you here, James, is because of the extra game, do you think, especially later in seasons moving forward, that we are going to see more weird results that we like we saw from Halloween on up until probably the last week of the regular season? Well, Jeff, you mentioned that, and you think about early in the season, all those big favorites were covering. Yes. Now, again, I'm that underdog, and thinking about I'm that underdog player, and I can remember some, man, some, we had some spreads in the, at least up in the upper teens, 19, 18. Did, was there a 20 and a 21, perhaps, that I remember seeing out there? Maybe Houston at Buffalo, some of those 19, games? I think 19 was the biggest number we saw this year. Remember yeah, maybe so. Correct. I mean, this is just, uh, it's it's obscene the how big those numbers were, but then I think the, the books kind of over-adjust from there, and the public continues to lay that, and then we'll see. The, that's the thing with, with me, and it's, it's a constant. Whether there's 16 games or 17 games, that... We know it's a long season. It's a grind of a season. The schedule plays into it. The travel plays into it. Injuries obviously play into it a lot too. But you're going to have flat spots in the schedule. And I think year and year, as the years have progressed for me, I've been 
Honestly, I've been betting the the National Football League since 1985. So when I was back in high school, I was running my own little Ham and Ager book back in the day. It's been I've been I've learned a lot, a lot of lost money early in early you know long time ago, lost money, and you learn from that and be able to recognize that yeah, the favorites aren't always going to show up each and every week, and underdogs do, especially late in the season. You have guys, uh, we have some teams that mail it in, and we're hearing things about uh, uh, potential sandbagging and. T- of, of said teams to try to get better draft picks, but I think that's the exception. You have a lot of players. There, there's a lot of talent on these teams that worked hard their entire life and their entire career to get to that point. These teams don't just typically lay down, especially these bigger numbers, because you get into that latter part of the season, Jeff. It's not about style points in the NFL. We're not talking college football here, right? You got to go blow teams out by and have impressive showings, win by four or five touchdowns in a game. No style points in the NFL. It's survival in advance in that sense, wanting to keep yourself healthy. And we don't see a full effort out of some of those bigger favorites for 60 minutes. And that's where those underdogs can come in, not only cover, we like you mentioned, also some of those outright wins. So I think that's kind of been a constant over the, the last handful of seasons that we've seen these teams just not take the entirety of a 16-game, or in this case, a 17-game schedule to heart each and every week. Well, and, and also too, James, and of course, I, I wrongfully said that there, of course, we had Jacksonville win outright week seven or week eighteen to knock the Colts out as a over a two touchdown underdog in that game to uh, really just cap the chaos that was this year. But but uh, look, I, I, you brought up a good point, and it, it kind of got forgotten because of the way that the last two months played out before that Bengal Jet game, which was really the line of demarcation for for everything really just getting flipped on its head this year. Arizona, I went through it. Arizona was a 19, 19 and a half point favorite against Houston. That was the high watermark this year. Yeah. And they covered that game relatively easily. Yes. 31 five finals yes. in that one. But I, I guess James, to, to just piggyback on your point early in the year, I may not have a problem laying big numbers because as we get to, as we are in the beginning of the year, you have teams trying to differentiate themselves playoff race wise. You have teams that are maybe looking to tank, like you said, that are all right. Let's let's get our losses early in the year. So in the back end of the year, all right. If we win a game or two, we're not supposed to. We're not totally ruining our draft position. So I think that's another way to look at it as well, James. Of if you want to, if you're okay with laying some big numbers early in the year, don't don't be as scared to do that as you would have been in the past. And then later in the year, maybe back off if you like laying bigger favorites. Especially if you're talking about non non division games yes. and especially non conference games, right? Where the scheduling really plays out, where you might have uh, a said AFC team leading their division, and you know whether it's the Buffalo Bills. I think about the Buffalo Bills going down to Jacksonville, laying an egg, losing nine to yep. six. I don't know what <laughs> they were a double digit favorite, right? But th- th- think about where they were in that schedule, and you're going to have some big division games that you, maybe you just played, or a big division game on deck the next week, and there's there's the typical sandwich game now you're going to a you're going to a beach you're in buffalo and you're looking forward to getting down to jacksonville and getting into the panhandle and maybe getting a little sunshine because you haven't seen it out there like buffalo for instance i mean every single game it seemed like they played especially early in the regular season was windy and rainy just a mess of weather all season long for buffalo 
those are some of the factors too. You got to put the human element into it as well. The fact that yeah, you know they're probably not going to give the greatest of effort going into this matchup, but then human nature just kind of appreciates some other uh, a, a change in venue per se, not from a, a competitive standpoint, but just from a lifestyle standpoint. And, and I think that's one thing that I'm still trying to work on, Jeff, for myself. Is it feels like every year throughout the NFL season, October is my is is my most difficult month because we to your point because those big favorites are covering each week and I'm still in this underdog mindset where I'm still just too stubborn to say I'm going to go ahead and lay 19 points with Arizona against Houston because I remember that game I had Houston in that matchup and they competed for about 15 minutes and then the party was over I've got to try to allow myself to get away from being so stubborn to just stick with those big dogs and maybe maybe not laying 19 points Jeff I'm definitely never going to lay that big of a number in any any of NFL game but maybe to your point earlier in the season not being afraid to lay over a touchdown maybe somewhere between that 7 to, to 10 to 12 mark not being afraid to lay that to try to win uh, win the game by potentially two touchdowns here because we see that we're seeing that more and more earlier in the season as opposed to late yeah and laying 10 like in the past you bl- you would really blink at maybe not blinking at a 10 when it seems to be a big mismatch yeah. in comparison uh to uh w- what it may have been in the past james uh just just looking ahead to the offseason of course quarterback movement is going to be a big story this offseason. I know uh, people in your neck of the woods are uh, hopeful that uh, some guy who wears number 12, uh, I believe his name is Rogers, who will come to Denver uh, with the hiring of Nathaniel Hackett. Russell Wilson could be on the move as well. Other big names, Kyler Murray, apparently very unhappy in Arizona all of a sudden. Uh, Non-Rogers division here, James. Who's the quarterback that's potentially on the move that you are most intrigued at to see if he lands somewhere else and it would definitely change the outlook of the team that he goes to? What about Deshaun Watson and what's going to happen with Watson and all the stuff off the field and, you know, and if that's able to, who who knows what's happening and that has nothing to do with performance on the field. Right. And, and, now you have to let's say he is that he puts all that behind him and is able to get back out on the field and compete this year. He's not going back to Houston. Where does he land? We know from a physical standpoint, he's he's as I mean, he's got tremendous upside. Just a young player and so much talent that he has, and he's such a, a tremendous playmaker uh, from the physical standpoint. But now you're going to have to go into wherever he goes, a new team, a new city, and you're still going to have to deal with some of those off-field issues when it comes to questions and how do you push past that and a lot of a lot of factors have to go in to for for Deshaun Watson to be able to find a new team and really solidify himself as a leader there I think that's going to take some time but just from a talent perspective I mean whatever team he goes to obviously if you're, if you're talking about quarterback positions uh, outside of just a handful Jeff it's such a major upgrade from a talent perspective if you're able to land a quarterback like Deshaun Watson definitely and look there are a lot of teams that you can argue our quarterbacks away. Denver, obviously, being one of them. I would throw Pittsburgh in there for sure. Heck, they just made the playoffs with horrible quarterbacking play. Uh, maybe uh, even just average quarterbacking play. Even Maybe even someone just even like a Jimmy Garoppolo could change things in a positive way for Pittsburgh. They don't even have to swing big in order to take a big leap forward. And then, of course, uh, there's a lot to look at with uh, the teams that just were in the Super Bowl as well. But... We may, we may talk about this a little bit uh, in our final segment here. And, of course, you and I are back tomorrow, so we can have this discussion tomorrow 
as well on the Green Zone tomorrow at 7 o'clock Eastern time here on VSIN. But when we get back, James, we're going back to college hoops. We're going to look just regular old national championship odds. Are there any odds that stand out to us? We're going to break that down in full when we get back as we continue on here live in Vegas and in Denver on the Green Zone here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check out the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every single game on the board. So you'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match public opinion. Data is available for money line total and spread bets. So your betting splits are just another way. That VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check them out today. The betting splits available for every game at VEASAN.com. It is the Green Zone here on VEASAN on a Saturday evening. I'm Jeff Parles. James Salinas here as well. Happy to be with you. Holden Kushner going to be holding down the fort for Bet Center coming your way in a half hour's time. James, uh, let, let's circle back here. College Hoops. Uh, just some quick updates real quick on these games that just got underway. By the way, uh, I, I neglected to mention it because I was still, uh, still I don't want to say it was fuming, but uh, Florida State loses by 18, so they don't cover. Mm. Coach K's grandson, a walk-on, hits a three-pointer with 40 seconds to go to sink the plus 17 ticket. So that's a lot of fun there, James. Uh, not only we talk about it comes down to does it come down to a teenager to make two free throws in this case here now you got grandkids coming off the bench to make baskets <laughs> yeah, the rough I'm glad I wasn't watching it I'm glad I didn't see that oh well I mean what, what, what can you do this is what we're talking about and you, it's really interesting you talk about it lose by 18 you get the number what was your number 17 and a half se- se- right, just, se- just 17. What a push 17. It's yeah. just it's amazing how sometimes these numbers and we talked about well, there's such a big board, almost 120 games out there. The books are gonna miss some lines, and they do. It's hard to be able to to put the right line to that many games. You're talking over two hundred plus teams that are in action today. And then other times you're like, How do they constantly it's what comes down every half point matters, right, Jeff? And in that case there, you got a you got a grandkid out there is chucking up threes. Good <laughs> well, not in a sense good for not not good good for you good for the grandkid to actually see a minute of play and make a play but just, uh, for coach k's second to last game there at cameron it's just what are you gonna do you just you put up your hands and like well yeah I mean, we're down, look they were down 24 with two and a half minutes to go so it's pretty lucky to be in that scenario anyway so uh regardless uh duke gets the cover and the win and coach k's next to last game at cameron indoor of course the final one will be uh with the north carolina rivalry uh ticket get in tickets right now james uh three thousand dollars if you want to try to get into Coach K's final home game there at Cameron Indoor, the final wow. weekend of the regular season. James, I will ask you this, though, because you mentioned this before. Colorado State and UNLV. Colorado State trailing 17-14 in here in Vegas against UNLV. Uh, just trying to get the amount of time left in the first half. Seven and a half minutes to go in the first half, James. Would this be a situation that you would look to hop in potentially on a better number 
on the Rams uh, at UNLV, which right now DraftKings uh, currently dishing on this game. Uh, it's a pick right now between Colorado and uh, UNLV. Uh, Colorado, or Colorado State, I should say, and UNLV. Yeah, pick now with UNLV with a four-point lead. And we had talked about that, right? They were laying four, four and a half, depending on where you looked. And if you wanted to find a better number, UNLV playing at home, you know, they were going to come out with some energy. Figured Colorado State would come out with some energy in this game, too, not only to close out the season, but thinking about the drubbing that they took up in Fort Collins a few weeks back, really just getting getting run from wire to wire in that game against UNLV. But I think here, you know, I think with that number sitting at now, it's plus one. It's kind of juice too high for me at, at minus 134 Colorado State in this matchup. We'll keep an eye on it. The money line right now is sitting at, to your mention, as a pick em, It's plus 100, so you're getting even money back on here. I might get involved. We'll see where this number comes when we get to the next commercial break because the one thing I don't do, uh, Jeff, is in li- talking about basketball, most sports, we know we have a delay. And in a sense, for me here in Colorado, I have direct TV. I'm not sure how far ahead this game is based on where their number is. So, Usually when I'm doing live betting in-game, it's not as the game's actually going. I want to make sure we've got a dead ball somewhere. And with college basketball, the amount of TV timeouts that we have, I'll probably wait for a TV timeout before I want to get involved. No, 100%. That's a very key point. And we've actually talked about this on a numbers game, Gil and I. Uh, Just uh, especially here in Vegas, on the the traditional broadcast uh, stations, your NBCs, your CBS, your, your Fox, I haven't haven't realized as much on ABC because there just hasn't been, uh, other than college football, that much sports on ABC except for the select college basketball game. But for NFL this year, James, it was the worst it's ever been in the way of the local television delay. So definitely wait for your commercial breaks. You know that the numbers aren't going to be moving on you, and you're not 30, even if you're 30, 40 seconds behind. If you're in commercial, the game's still going to be in commercial still if you're 30 seconds behind. So definitely wait for that when placing in-game wagers moving forward, or just wait for halftime and uh, go ahead with your traditional halftime wagers. James, let's just go uh, to uh, just the regular national championship odds in college basketball. We uh, mentioned odds to make the Final Four before. Now we just look at to win the whole thing. Gonzaga's your favorite at 4-1 at DraftKings. Arizona, 8-1. Kentucky, 9-1. Auburn and Purdue at 10-1. Duke at 13-1. Baylor and Kansas at 15 to 1 everyone else is north of 25 to 1 and James that uh Texas Tech 35 to 1 is still out there at this moment going to imagine that looks awfully juicy to you right now yeah 35 to 1's a nice number I, you know can they win, can they run the table. I don't know offensively if I trust them enough to be able to do that. I love them defensively and I love their shot selection and and how how unselfish they are with the ball as long as Shannon's not letting his ego get in the way and wanting to 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 take fadeaway shots. That's really not within the 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 construct of this offense being they, they need to get the ball inside and score. And I think the guard play for me offensively is the concern that I have for them to be able to run the table. Thirty five to one is a nice number. But I'm looking here at this at the the screen that that uh, Dan Miller, our producer, posted. UCLA sitting at 25 to one. Mm-hmm. 
this is a team that made the Final Four run last year. And I know that having to play in game against Michigan State, and we're even fortunate to be in the big dance of the, the round of 64. But, you know, they made the most of it. And we really saw the emergence of Johnny Juzang during the tournament. But he's that guy. He's that guy that when, when the shot clock's running down and the play busts down, you know, the set breaks down in the second half, and you need somebody just to clear out and make a play, they can do that. And they have other guys on that team. This is basically the same team from last year's Final Four are the Bruins and maybe add a little depth with Miles Johnson at the center position, a little depth to the front line. Still not a very deep team, but I think what we've seen from UCLA is this is a team that's battle-tested from last year. They can take that experience, turn that over, and roll that over come tournament time, and I like what they do defensively, and we've seen that with Mick Cronin. We know that's where it's going to be. He's going he's gonna to demand that that culture there in UCLA, you are going to first start off defending. You're going to be physical off the ball. You're going to bang cutters. You're going to fight over screens. You're going to compete on that side of the floor, and that team's bought into it. They made the run the way that they did. Obviously, Juzang was tremendous offensively, but so much of that was predicated on their defense getting stops and keeping them competitive throughout the tournament. So at 25-1 to 1, with the experience coming back on this UCLA Bruins team, that seems like a better choice for me, just knowing what we've we've already been there and done that and seen that with UCLA Bruins. The one thing I will say with UCLA that, that does concern me with taking a piece of them right now, James, would be how the committee seeded this out today. And UCLA was on the four line. And my big concern with UCLA is if they don't move up, if they go strictly off geography and they didn't have them there today, they had them in a different region. But if they stick UCLA as a four with Gonzaga as the one, that's just, a, a, again, we, we talked about it before when we were talking about Final Four odds. It's just really tough to have a ticket you might really like, and then all of a sudden it's like, really? This team's really good, and we got to play a Sweet 16 game against Gonzaga? I, or or uh, if you happen to like like any of the other number one seeds, or if you have like a seven seed and you draw Kentucky in a 7-2, like, you just get, it's hard Again, not that I haven't bet some futures already. It's just hard to look at these now without knowing the bracket. And then all of a sudden, you can get yourself a ticket that you love right now. And then all of a sudden, when the bracket comes out, it's like, man, this is just a horrible draw that I don't really like this ticket all of a sudden. Yeah, that's the hard part about doing this before that we start to have the seating and the regions go. And, and But, you know... I think Suggs, Suggs is no longer on that Zags team. So who's going to hit that buzzer beater from half court to advance the Zags <laughs> past the UCLA Bruins? He's gone. He's hanging out on the beach in Orlando, I believe, right? So, yes. So so you don't have to deal with that. And I think for for the Zags, you know, the front line, absolutely. The toughest front line, great execution on the interior to get the looks that they want. But, you know, we see, we saw that last year. You can be physical with them. The one thing, it's not, this is not a big UCLA team, but they are are very physical in the half court and they will protect the paint from a physical standpoint that point I like and I think here you know it's just the number I think the the experience for the Bruins and then sitting at 25 to 1 that's just a really good number for a team that brought everybody back from last year no I look I, I they they are capable I'm mean, no argument for me there it's just one of those there them Villanova Illinois in that in that area to 25 to 1 to 28 to 1 those are the teams that I want to see their draw before hopping in on them. Texas yeah. Tech, I don't really care what the draw is. I'll take my chances with that team, even if they were to go out in a round of 16 or earlier than that. We wrap up the Green Zone. That's next here on VEASAN.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VEASAN has a new great offer that can only be described as madness. You give VEASAN all access to everything we do from now through college basketball championship game on April the 4th for just $29. So sign up now and get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming college hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every single game. This deal only happens once a year, so don't miss out. VEASAN.com slash madness to sign up for all of the madness today. It is the Green Zone here on VEASAN. James Salinas in Denver. Jeff Parles here in VEASAN. Happy to be with you. Uh, James, just a a quick update on a a few games going right now that we at least talked about earlier. Kansas really having their way with West Virginia so far. Mountaineers struggling in a half court against Kansas's defense, which is not much of a surprise. KU up 11 right now over 
the West Virginia Mountaineers there in uh, Morgantown, James. For West Virginia, we talked about the Mountaineers over the last four or five games being very competitive for a half for 20 minutes in the sense of having four out of those five games having the lead at halftime. That's not going to happen here being down 11 points and just not able to get any looks. We talked about that too. Looking at a game, are, are the shots just not falling? They're getting to their spots. They're getting the looks that they want out of their uh, offensive execution in the half court or is it just everything is contested and, and they just can't get anything going? going offensively because of their opponent's defense. That's the latter here of what's happening. Kansas is just getting, taking away everything and anything that West Virginia looks. No clean looks for West Virginia. No turnovers either for easy baskets to create offense for the Mountaineers' defense. So right now, obviously, a one-way street. Long way to go, but 11-point lead for Kansas with four minutes remaining in the first half. Kansas closed five everywhere after seeing some four-and-a-half. That four-and-a-half was gobbled up pretty quickly. Uh, as I said, that we might see West Virginia action, that naturally. Uh, but Kansas up nine, three fifty to go. Uh, that bottom of the bo- the the battle of the bottom, I should say. Uh, Got to get my alliteration right there, James. Uh, Arizona State and Oregon State. Arizona State up eight at halftime. That ended up actually closing, James. <laughs> there was a lot of action late. That closed as high as ten on Arizona State in that one. Uh, Sun Devils leading by eight. With 2.40 to go. Now make it 10 with two minutes to go in the first half. Well, in bottom feeder teams, it was more so would this be a potential flat spot or the sandwich spot for Arizona State? Huge win at home on Thursday night against Oregon. And then you're going to travel. You go to UCLA to play the Bruins, a team that you beat a few weeks ago in triple overtime. Going to be looking forward to that rematch with the Sun Devils. But, you know, I don't think the Sun Devils are a team that can be looking past anybody prior to the last few weeks. They had been, or last few games, they had been horrible throughout the majority of the season. So, not a look ahead spot for a team that's pretty bad to begin with, but yeah, not a play for me either way. Let's uh, go to some late games here. Uh, 10 o'clock Eastern start uh, games. We have not talked about yet. We'll go Colorado Stanford out of the gate. Uh, really just a rough go of it for the buffs. James uh, look like they could have been a borderline NCAA tournament team. And then it really, the wheels fell off after the big upset in Oregon and not been the same team since then. Cardinal of Stanford, two and a half point favorites at DraftKings tonight at home in Palo Alto against Colorado. Total 134, James. Stanford's last home game. So sometimes you factor that in too. If you have seniors, is this the last home game, senior night, those types of things. Stanford hasn't been playing very well either. They've lost three out of their last four, uh, including the home loss to Utah the other night, blowing a big lead and then only scoring two points in the last five minutes. I think for both of these teams, for Colorado, they're playing out. They're playing inside out. Just they haven't been able to replace the leader that was point guard McKinley Wright from last year. He was the duo. He was the, just the heart and soul of that team from last year. And, and we know that team guys graduate and they move on. But hard, big shoes to fill. Not a, not big in stature when you're talking about Wright. But man, that kid was just such a competitor. Huge heart, and it's been really the forwards that have been having to make plays for with Walker up front, and well as Evan Batty. It's all through the paint for Colorado. It's not. They're not good in the backcourt. Neither of these teams are really good in the backcourt. Both teams commit more turnovers than they do set assists. So we, I think it's going to be a, a, a really an interior matchup for both of these teams. I'd be looking, if anything, to get involved. If I get involved, I don't think that I will. But if I was playing, I probably wouldn't play the side. Lean towards Stanford here in this spot, uh, but more so playing the total and looking at the, t- at, at the total going under. 
In the WCC, uh, by the way, Gonzaga's up to 23 now. We mentioned that earlier. That game tips yeah. in 10 minutes uh, against Santa Clara. That's up to 23 behind me here at Circa. Uh, another game in the WCC, though. St. Mary's well on their way to another NCAA tournament bid. Hosting BYU. This is a huge game for the Cougars, James. Uh, really have just fallen apart over the last few weeks where it looked like they could have been on the 8-9 line. Now they are squarely on the bubble, and they're getting six tonight in Moraga against St. Mary's. And they beat St. Mary's uh, back a month and a half ago. I think that was a retroactive game, Jeff. That final score, I thought it was a halftime score and I looked at it. It was a final score, 52-43. This was retroactive to the era when you didn't have the shot clock and teams would pass the ball 10, 12, 15 times around and grind, you know, just grinding out half-court basketball. What an ugly game that must have been. 52-43 for BYU. That one that you're able to win that game, but you mentioned struggling as of late. St. Mary's definitely should should be in the dance, not unless they completely just fall off the the rails these last week of the season last week and a half to close out the the season of, of conference play for St. Mary's. But yeah, I mean, maybe be inclined because BYU needs to get themselves right. Only seven and five in conference play. They've got to put something together, find some momentum here. I typically don't want to get involved with teams that haven't been playing well recently. So if anything, I've, I've, I'd probably want to take with the dog here with BYU plus the six, but I don't think I can find a way that I'm going to get involved with this game, Jeff. It would be dog or nothing for me. I'm probably going to stay off. Uh, but uh, St. Mary's coming off a cover and a good win over San Francisco two nights ago. But this is a stab. I don't trust BYU. They just really don't trust them. They've not played well over the last few weeks, uh, falling, like we said, from an eight, really an eight seed to squarely on the bubble. One last one here in the, uh, in the Mountain West. San Diego State opened a one-point favorite or now two-point favorites on the road at Fresno State. You could make an argument that both of these teams are on the bubble. It's a little harder to make that argument for Fresno. But San Diego State currently, depending on whatever bracketologist you look at, either in that Dayton, in those Dayton games, the first four, or they are just on the outside looking in. Uh, Aztecs lane two there in Fresno. Uh, 10 Eastern tip here, James. Yeah, I think for San Diego State, they're going to have to not only close out the remainder of the regular season, the Mountain West strong, but going to have to make a pretty good run in that tournament to to be considered here. And San Diego State's just one of those teams. Maybe I'm still biased from last year and the just – getting Buddy Bayheim just lip lighting him up last season. I, I had a pretty significant play in that matchup with San Diego State to start the tournament against said Syracuse and just didn't see any life out of San Diego State, especially on the offensive side. And that's what we see sometimes from the Aztecs. Just gets really stagnant. And we look at this total sitting at 117.5, roughly kind of consensus right now. This is going to be a, a low-scoring, ugly type of game. And San Diego State, yes, they've won four straight, but you know it's Fresno State is on the other side. They've lost three straight, but those three losses were a combined 10 points. And, and tough teams, to be sure, at CSU, against Wyoming, and, and playing Vegas as well. It feels like this is going to come down to the last two minutes it could go either way here i don't like either of these teams offensively this is going to be a stay away game for me yeah 100 percent stay off here i uh i don't if you made me bet it i'd probably just outright fresno just money line fresno uh it, it's it either feels like it's going to be a fresno win or a san diego state ugly cover more than anything but i would lean on the side of the home team winning the game outright but no play 
for me. One of the few games that didn't make the list today for me with San Diego State and Fresno State. Uh, one more. I'll just throw this in here real quick. Uh, UCLA 17-point favorites against Washington. James Washington covered the other night against USC. This is just, again, it's a conference game. They're at home. 17's a lot of points, James. Uh, I, I don't know if you have any thoughts here, but that is just a big number in conference play. Well, I'm looking at more so not tonight. I'm not going to play that. I'm definitely not laying it with UCLA. But if you look at their schedule, tonight's game, is it's going to be the second of six games in 12 days. So mm. that's because of COVID and everything else where they had a lot of re- – they've rescheduled a lot of games. You're going to compact six games in 12 days. And I know they're young players, but it's not a deep team with UCLA. So I think somewhere – not tonight. Not This is not the spot where I'm going to take Washington. It's a big number. I'd be laying – I'd be more inclined to, to go with Washington in this matchup, taking the points Tiger can. Campbell should be back from suspension. Uh, he missed the last game here. But I think look for UCLA, a spot later in, over the next course of the next week to find a flat spot there because that's a lot of games. Six games in 12 days, that's a tough schedule for the Bruins coming up. No, 100%. That's a really good point. Uh, from uh, Started uh, on Thursday through the 28th of February, of course, culminating with Washington in Seattle. So bookending it with that. That's all the time we have here on the Green Zone. James, good stuff, buddy. We'll see you tomorrow night. And uh, Holden Kushner is going to be holding down the Ford next on VEASAN's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Parles. Till next time on the Green Zone. This is... This is... At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.